Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of Perth's premier podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Mr. Michael Dodd. Back my cooked crack, I love it, yes. <laughs> We missed them, haven't we, Andy? I missed you, man. Oh, I missed, I missed you guys too. Oh, man. It's, it wasn't it's, been, it's been a challenge of our talents to try and keep the flow going. You guys did a fantastic job. I laughed my ass off at all 76 podcasts that you did while I was gone. <laughs> so it was a really good time. No, it was it Because was, the was quality really was going to drop without you, we thought we need to fucking up the production rate, man. Quantity, not quality. That's yes. what you went for? No. It was, they were really good. They were all good. Um... Yeah, and you had a couple, had some good guests on as well. Well, let's go on our first live in about five episodes, Words With Thoughts. Oh, you're right. Once your words are out, you cannot take them back. Keep them under control. Be particularly careful with sarcasm. The momentary satisfaction you gain with your biting words will be outweighed by the price you pay. Ooh. That was a long one. That's nice. But that was from the 48 Laws of Power. Been reading that. And uh, there's a lot of good shit in there. I like it. I reading it. Yeah. Also, we have a very, very, very special guest. Super. Guest host. I'm not going to call him a guest. Yeah. The pioneer. One of the founding fathers. Podcast pioneer. <laughs> Perth's premier podcast. 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 <laughs> Mr. Matthew McEwen. Insert applause Thanks, 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 thanks. How are you, brother? I am good. I'm good. You should have got you to say, it's so, me, I am here. You should that's, have. Is that what... Well, that's what you started with the last episode, and then for like, the, and then, right, almost every episode afterwards, Mike tried to say the exact same thing <laughs> without actually listening back. We should give a little background, though, because um, there's somebody was asking for, I saw someone come into our, someone was in our DMs. Really? And was, and was saying that they wanted to listen to the podcast before 16, mm-hmm. and yeah. Matt would have been in podcast number one. Matt would have been there. He was the original, he's the OG. I will stick this in here. If you search Monkey Surfing on iTunes, the original bumpers episodes are still there. Yes. Um, and they are the ones that, they were 1 to 15 before we changed on to Podbeam and had to change the channel. Yeah. But me and Matt started this off a year ago in Chuff's living room. Uh-huh. Talk for twenty minutes about feminism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, do you remember yeah. what you talked about? I remember Star Wars or Star Wars some part of it. It was a doctor. Female doctor. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Wonder yeah. Woman. But then uh, Matt went and upped and moved sticks to the People's Republic of China. Yes, is that right? Is it Communist Republic of China? Communist, Communist Republic. Republic. Yeah. yeah, I think. Is it, is it a still a republic if the guy puts himself in charge forever? Technically. I, I really don't know. I, really, I don't do politics in Scotland. That's afraid to speak. But um, yeah, so Matt's going to join us back for this very special birthday episode. Let's everyone toast again. Smack them up. Cheers. Happy birthday, Cheers. guys. Cheers. One year. Put up a nice post. We've been saying it every episode, but it's been a fantastic year and it's been excellent for numbers, people listening. Everyone's been flipping tremendous yeah. with the feedback and everyone's got engaged. We're all... Uh, Currently wearing party hats. We are. We are. And the Max looking like the world's worst children entertainer. I'm going to be at a party, mate. I'm just... <laughs> he looks like the Unibar bomber was going to his kid's party. Yeah, I'm just a bit tired today. We all, we all ended up on a bit of a ses- separate session. There was, was a small poker night at my flat yesterday that went on a bit later. Quickly escalated to... Than it was yeah. supposed to be. I got hustled by Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> 
Danny ended up winning. Oh, did he? But he bought pizza with everyone with his money. So that was nice. he was a good guy. Um, so what we'll I'll do? Just, is, I'll just take my two pound fifty back then. So that <laughs> get the pizza. No. Um, well, we'll jump in. We'll do a bit of feedback as we always do. Um, obviously, you have the usual channels. You can get at us on monkeysawfightpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at MSF underscore podcast, Facebook, Monkey Sovic Podcast, and the Instagram, Mikey Dots, has it ready and prepared. I never do. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm on a social media kind of cleanse right now, so that's the only one I have on my phone. A cleanse? Yes. Uh, it is Monkey Sword Fight Podcast, all one word crammed together. Excellent. So, so get us with your comments, likes, opinions, and views. Mm-hmm. I had a few takes from... Do you have a hashtag? Yeah, like a hashtag, hashtag MSF. MSF. Yeah. Oh, we should do that. Fuck, see, it comes back in strong. Put it in. Hashtag MSF. Put on your points. Uh, we got some feedback from a friend of the show and Matthew's uncle, Mark Grinley, who informed me a couple of facts. Uh, he works for Shell, not BP. Okay. Uh, he's very enjoying. He's really enjoying listening to the episodes. He's binged about ten of them. Um, he's also recommended. Based on an episode we talked about Facebook, who said, who actually reads the terms and conditions and you just clicked accept. I don't know if you've seen it, but Dave Gorman's Modern Life is goodish. You can watch it on UK TV, play first season. Um, really funny bits to do with Boris bikes and all that type of carry on. So Mike's really enjoying the show. Mark, sorry, I've had a <laughs> Mark's really enjoying the show, so thank you, Mark. Um, who else did we have? Ali Cook had some feedback. Ali Cook did a pretty extensive one on the doping in sport, I believe. Yeah. Because yeah. I had feedback on his feedback. Feedback on the feedback? I had feedback on the feedback from... Reback. Reback. That's what I did there. Double feedback. Yeah. We might well just find it. Oh, so well Yeah, prepared. Ali's coming along the lines of sort of just saying, you know, there's a lot. We were saying just get everybody doped up, eh? Mm-hmm. Just fucking... Yeah. And just send them out there to compete. But Ali's like, well, obviously, here's all these side effects and, and things that you might want to consider with that um, I'm really not in the state of mind of you reading all that out. <laughs> <laughs> well basically if you want to see Ali's comment my mate Rory Tessie said apparently as per usual Ali's comments were quite long and well informed however yeah. my mate Rory commented Just he was trying not to comment the fact to say oh Mike's going on a mission fuck him up fuck him up sorry <laughs> Rory wanted to type back do you even type bro which I thought was quite funny um, he also said his opinion on this is mandatory steroid injections and tested ensure, to ensure that they are taking enough ah. so it's a regulated steroid intake to make sure that people are getting their optimum levels and what they need of the right drugs Yeah. however I would probably argue on that oh he's mugging you off that fly <laughs> I would probably argue that people are always going to try and get the competitive edge so if you say you can take X amount of this people will then go and take X and Y and hide the Y that was my opinion anyway. but you know we're all good um, any other feedback from people yeah wh- while I was stateside stateside um, it was good to hear a lot of people say that they listened to the podcast I didn't think that many of my friends I thought Dan was the only guy how is Dan listening to good it Dan, Dan is good, good Dan friend. is good feedback from Dan he said he was really pleased with me saying he was an accomplished wrestler got that totally backwards he didn't win a match in high school <laughs> 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 but uh, he could still probably out wrestle you or I probably at the same time I don't know he's a big dude he is a big dude I'm also a big dude um, he, he liked it um, my friend Matt he also listened to it he says he loved it he says he doesn't like when we talk about the podcast on the podcast that's fair enough um, but it's kind of like breaking down the fourth wall you know what I mean yeah. letting people in You're letting them to, see we're how the sausage is packed you know <laughs> sausage <laughs> <laughs> now the chocolate is made um, 
Yeah, but uh, no, that's about it. Um, that was all the, the feedback I had. But everyone was really positive. It was good to hear people actually saying that they listened to it. I didn't think many of my friends listened. Yeah, no, I'm starting to get surprised when people say nice things. I'm like, oh, fuck, people are actually starting to listen. You like me. Sorry, Matt, we are talking about the podcast on the podcast. Yes, but sorry. to be fair, you were part of that conversation, so... Yeah. Enjoy. He says that he, he likes our dynamic he kind of likes how it's kind of like the American and the, and the British thing like he, Scottish. he likes that Scottish thing sorry <laughs> so uh, yeah that's nice cool. I'm going to unbutton my shirt and then also, also something else he said which I thought was going to put it would put them off he's like he, he even enjoyed the soccer stuff that we talk about and I don't I don't think he's a real big soccer fan See, I think it goes for my like I can listen if someone talks about something passionately yeah even if I know nothing about it, I can enjoy listening and talk about it. Like yeah. it's like for Joe Rogan, for instance, he talks about MMA and jiu-jitsu in a way that's deeper than my knowledge goes. But I enjoy listening to him say those things because uh-huh. it then gives me an impetus to go and maybe learn a little bit more. Because I don't think I was as into American football until so I started hanging about with you a bit more. Mm-hmm. Like I like playing it now, but now I actually enjoy watching it. I think a great example of what you're saying about people being passionate about it and it makes you want to listen is. The Badlands guys, because that was something else that came up when I was in America. They were like, even the barber guys. He's like, I, it makes me want to go there. Someone actually went to their Instagram page, oh really, and checked it out. They were like, if I was there, I would definitely go get my hair cut there. Yes. I was like, that's fucking crazy, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so good, man. <laughs> Across amazing. the ocean, and people want to come over here and get their hair cut by uh, by the Badlands this boys. Fucking so. chin strap is killing me right now. I won't take it off though. Don't take it off. Uh, right, well, yeah, like I said, so we're joined by co-founder of the podcast, Matthew McCune. Oh, it's me. That uh, is me. Returned back from a year in China. Yeah. Big jump. So, oh, we'll just, we'll jump back because I don't know how much we talked about it, man. So talk us through how the actual, you going to China started. Um, where you were before, what you were doing before and what made you want to do that because that's a big fucking change even at 27 27 we left yeah 28 now Um, so I was working in Fife as a teacher PE teacher um, working with kids and pupils who had been removed from mainstream school Mm. Um, so if the kids were at risk or weren't receiving the kind of education that they deserve to receive um, due to big class sizes and things like that they came to our kind of small centre. So it's not bad kids, but we had very challenging kids. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's where I was. And we were looking for, I mean, Vicky, my girlfriend, we're just looking for something different, a bit of excitement. Um, absolutely 100% didn't want to move to China. <laughs> uh, sent out a lot of CVs, <laughs> applied for a lot of jobs, didn't get any feedback or job offers. Um yeah, adamantly still didn't want to move to China and eventually caved and moved to China. Um, <laughs> so wait, you didn't want to go to China? Oh, so no, we it was like the only place we didn't want to go. So I, I was okay. like with a recruitment company. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the guy's emailing saying, China's where the jobs are. China's good. You'll like China. I'm going, I don't want to move fucking China, man. I'm like, I don't want to move to China. He's like, it's there, it's there. And he's like, if you want a job, you have to move to China. I was like, okay, I'll Shit. think about it. Um and then, yeah, due to kind of <laughs> lack of options, it turned out to be China. Because like, well, China gets, I think, politically and humanitarianly, that's not a word, but we're going to, everyone knows what I mean. Let's roll with it. It yeah. doesn't have the best rep. No. It doesn't. But I think it's due to lack of information. I think China do themselves a disservice. Yeah, but They're not. very closed off. Mm. They don't share a lot of themselves with the world. Mm-hmm. But if they did, I think people would have a far better opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think if they were more open, it would actually work in their favour. I think I said this to you last week. I was like, it's, it's almost impossible to govern a population of that size. Yeah. Because what is it? It's 
it's like 40 million people or something ridiculous. Oh, it's like 36 million in Beijing. Oh, like, well, there you go. That's city. one city, man. That's yeah. five. It's over a billion people. Yeah, there you go. That's, 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 that's a sixth yeah. of the population. That's a sixth of the world's population. And would that be impossible to govern in any way that would make everybody happy? Yeah. How's your opinions changed off? Because, like you said, you said there yourself, you didn't want to move to China. So yeah. You've obviously been there for a year and you're not showing signs of like not wanting to work there. So, yeah. how has your opinion changed? Just what, what the people like? What's the atmosphere like? What's the general. Yeah, <coughs> I think it's just much more normal than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. picture communism, you picture. <coughs> all that kind of stuff but you, know, you can walk down the street and pick up a beer on the street and drink it on the street and there's bars and clubs and places to go and see movies and th- there's everything you have here um, yeah. whereas when you think about communism and you think I think everyone's aware that the government heavily control the population and the media they get to see and you know, you're talking about almost a totalitarian state but when you go there it's just a big city and I imagine it's, just, it's maybe a bit easier in a city like Beijing as opposed to maybe the more rural places yeah Yeah, I think so and I think everyone's a bit more switched on there's a city anywhere there's a city in it it doesn't matter what what country what nation you're in a city is a city it's the hustle and bustle and the movement yeah that's it yeah yeah. you can drink later you can drink more it's it's a way more fun place to live than I thought that's probably the biggest thing I didn't think it'd be fun but there's a lot of fun to be had and the people are fantastic what, what's the biggest adjustment you think you've had to make? Oh, I've had to adjust coming back. I love it, man. Toilets are the right height. I don't have to tip. <laughs> Scotland, I have to tiptoe to use a urinal. China, they built my height. I can see myself in mirrors, Aww. not just the top of my head. That's um, nice. I can look down a subway car and see down a subway car, not just people's chins. Like... I'm, I mean, I'm not a tall guy in China, but fuck, I fit in better. Yeah, an average size. Dude. Yeah, like <laughs> no short, yeah. I had to adjust coming back here. I was like, fuck, I barely reach door handles here. So, <laughs> what about the food? Like, what, is that food's good? Yeah. Food's good. I was nervous because I'm not a big fan of Chinese yeah. here, but it's just not the same. It's at not all. the same. Yeah, I read that. Like, it's yeah. not like the, the food that they serve here and in, in, in Western countries isn't the same as what they eat. It's well, it's like so for instance, like the in, in Indian food, the tikka masala, or was it the tikka? I think it was the tikka masala. Was invented in Britain uh-huh. because British people couldn't handle uh, traditional yeah. curry. So that's why it's so mild. Like you won't get that in India. It was made over here because remember when you moved over because uh, your girlfriend Vicky is always a vegetarian, uh, vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was wondering how easy it would be to get vegan food over there but I think it's actually easier over there than it is over here isn't it? it is because there's not a lot of dairy in the diet at all so when you order things it's either pretty much meat veg or carbs mm-hmm. she can eat veg and carbs and they still put meat on things mm-hmm. they don't seem to see that it would be a choice not to eat it like she'll try and order vegetarian dish that's supposed to come with bacon she like, I don't want the bacon on top and they're like oh yeah got it got it got it and it comes back with like extra bacon yeah. they're like because it's better now this is better you'll like this more um, <laughs> they're, they're right like, they're really they trying right, to be nice right. they're just trying to be like technically she's right yeah. yeah and she's speaking like broken Chinese so the waiter's always going she's saying no bacon she must be more bacon yeah. so, like, <laughs> it's, it's a translation like because yeah. to be fair who doesn't like a lot yeah, of bacon things must get to the kitchen and the chef's like no that can't be right no. let's get it she, so wait, she wants less bacon there's no <laughs> yeah. way that's happening no. No, I, I've never understood there's not a situation in my life where I've not thought I don't want bacon right now yeah. like, do you know what I mean I've been at funerals weddings, <laughs> and all I thought to myself is you know I really top this off we've got bacon wrong yeah. 
Have you have you learned much? Because it was Mandarin, innit? Have you learned He's much Mandarin? Mandarin? Do you, can you get yourself by, or do you just hope that they speak English? No one speaks English. Really? Like, oh, really? You just yeah, really, really not. Unless you're drinking like the most Western expat bars, Ch- Chinese is just all That's you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I can muddle my way through like a food order. All the menus have pictures, so mm-hmm. I can point. Um, can you drop in like little Chinese sayings and words throughout the rest of the like, podcast? Yeah. Can you, say, can you say monkey sword things in Mandarin? Absolutely not. Why would I have learned any of those words <laughs> from my day-to-day well, life? I'm going to Google Translate it right now. Yeah. Well, we should set a timer, and every time the timer goes off, just scream out something just in Chinese. Scream something. Can we do that? Ni hao! <laughs> oh, look at you. You're in. <laughs> was it, was it? No, Vicky was trying to teach me like different... Because we were watching the World Cup thing last week, and Vicky mm. was trying to teach me words. Apparently, I've got a good... Country. I can, I can do a good Chinese accent. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was gung lao. Yeah. Got to be harsh. <laughs> almost racist sounding <laughs> well yeah because a lot of them if the word has come about later than the creation of the Chinese language which is a lot of words because it was created fucking ages ago mm. um, they just go phonetically so it just sounds like you're saying the word in a bad Chinese accent <laughs> so they just take like phonetic characters that they already have yeah. to match it up as much as possible so Scotland is pronounced Sugalan England's Ingua Ingua Panama is Banama like they just <laughs> They're like, that sounds about right. That kind of works. France is Fagua. They just... Fagua. Kind of match. Fagua, like, blood. Like Fagua, blood. Fagua. Fagua. <laughs> yeah, that, was, was, uh, that would be a, a completely in-joke for us because whoever was... Um, it was a Chinese simplified. So I'm yeah, you want simplified. So what about your the kids that you teach? What age are they? So I teach... The school I'm in is from three to... St- younger than one. Oh. Nursery. Um, all the way through to graduating year 18. Okay. Um, I personally teach ages grades 7 to 12. Mm-hmm. So that's roughly in the kind of age 13 to 17 bracket. Okay. Now, um, it's an international school, so they're all English speaking kids? Or? Yeah, um, all. We can't legally on our permit take Chinese passport holders. Um, so everyone on paper is non Chinese, is foreign. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the kids have have been born in Canada, for example, but moved to China when they were one year old, grown uh, up. So are very Chinese, speak Chinese as a first language, but have the passport to get into us. Have enough English yeah. to be able to communicate uh, with. But, yeah, but if you were to just look at our school population, it looks like 80% Chinese, but not Chinese. Yeah. Then maybe 5% Korean, 5% Japanese, and the rest non-Asian you know, is, like, is there any issue you know how like is apparently beat between Scotland and England yeah is there any issues between China and like another Taiwan country? oh they yeah hate well, them. Yeah. they hate them yeah really? even our Chinese teacher like super well educated people have this weird kind of bias and um, yeah I can't even give an example off the top of my head but yeah it's just like like a backhand going you like so Taiwanese that's a, but that's because China thinks that Taiwan should be part, part of China yes. yeah and Taiwan yeah. really disagrees yeah. <laughs> didn't Trump screw that up somehow Trump was, probably was but I'm going to try and see this will work monkey sword fight alright no well, that's, that's not Chinese that's English, that's English. is that <laughs> yeah but that's oh wait I hit the wrong one <laughs> uh, okay here we go Hose Jin Dando. Hose Jin Dando. One more time for the last one. Hose Jin Dando. Hose Jin Dando. Yeah. Nice. We'll put that up on Facebook for the last one. Vicky will be able to write it in character. She's really good. I'm not. 
So, um, have you? Because I know there was people. Uh, Vicky had a friend over there already. Eh? Yeah, Claire, who's from Perth, whose sister is the boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. of Mike Dots. Kanye. Is anything wrong with Kanye? Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> So um, was it like was that good already? That must have been quite easy going over that one that you that you knew people you could chat <coughs> integrate into yeah. a group of friends because that like I say because we've been friends since primary one yeah so it would have been strange going like we've got had a group of friends the same sort of people for yeah. like, since primary school it's weird being an adult trying to make friends yeah like no two ways about it it is yeah. hard I don't it's you watched that nice podcast that's what I did yeah <laughs> you fucked off the channels like, I need friends <laughs> this is funny because uh, I'm, I put together quite a bit of. Uh, I think is stand up is probably not funny and part of that is making friends as an adult coming over here I thought it would be easy to make friends and I was like holy shit I'm in Glasgow can't even understand these people <laughs> and um, it's tough it was really tough Yeah. so I can imagine being older than I was coming over here going over someplace else and it's like hey did you kind of stick with the people that you were working with at first kind of say hey yeah, take me out for a beer the only saving grace is that pretty much everyone's in a foreign country Mm-hmm. I mean, you coming over here trying to make friends with Glaswegians and Scottish people, they're like, oh, man, I've got my friends, I've been here forever. Yeah. So at least to land in China, everyone's like, I have no friends. <laughs> so everyone's on the hunt, everyone's looking. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, p- p- yeah, because everyone's looking. Yeah. So I think things happen far more intensely and quickly. There's no well, yes. preamble or faffing about. It's like, I like it's you, like, let's go for dinner. It's like holiday, it's like, it's like, it's like Island. Yeah, it's, it's so easy, it's just like... Boom, everyone like, in an Irish bar. <laughs> Who are you going to meet up on Tuesday? Like, Do you know it's like holiday friendships. You know, you just go on like vacation or holiday with your yes. family, and you yeah. would like you would see people your age, and within two days, you'd be like you've been friends for years because you were both just in a situation she, where yeah. it's like microcosm of. Yeah. I think my sister gets that tons on the cruise ships. Yeah, because she's away for six months at a time. Oh, and it's the yeah. only people you really yeah. interact with, and you form really intense friendships, yeah. but always short lived. Mm. Because oh. it's sad. That's the most of my intense moments. <laughs> Sorry, chuff. <laughs> um, so, like, coming back over, you said it's been weird to adjust. So, like, how strange was it when you came back from a, a country that's so steeped in its own tradition and history and culture and language? There's not a lot of, um, let's say, over here or in England. Or maybe so much in London, for example, there's a lot of diversity. Yeah. You can come from almost anywhere in the world and you'll be able to go somewhere in London or a big city and find someone or find a place that is your culture. Yeah. So going over to a place like China where there was just Chinese culture, how easy was it to settle back in when you came back to Scotland? Like how or like how or was it strange when you got off a plane? It's almost like people, reverse culture yeah, shock. Like, like yeah. you can you can read yeah. signs, you can understand conversations going on around you. Yeah. Well, even when we had our layover in Dublin, we stopped for two hours. Me and Vicky sat outside in the airport and drunk coffee, sat next to each other and smoked cigarettes and didn't talk to each other for an hour and forty minutes because we were just listening to everyone talking, like eerie wigging on conversations because yeah. that's what you just don't get. Mm-hmm. I mean, after a year of Chinese lessons. I sometimes hear a word that I recognise on the street, mm. and I'm like, "You've said water." Like, <laughs> no content. I don't know if you're going to buy it. I don't know if you're in the sea. I don't know if it's going to rain. But I'm like, "Ah, water, shui, come back, um, shui, 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 water." There you go. Um, so yeah, just to be able to hear people talking, and then the flip side of the coin is people understanding us, yeah. which is awkward because in China you can just slap people off. 
because the level of look at this fucking dick just so low like me and Vicky we want to shoot like look at those fucking shoes <laughs> and then you do it in you know Edinburgh airport and someone turns around and goes what you got nothing not your shoes um, so yeah it's been a bit of an adjustment not to just slag people right in front of them like, sometimes it needs to be done no matter <laughs> yeah, what, done. what the fuck are those bro? what are those so what, what was I don't know if you asked this already Joe, but what would be what was the biggest transition like what was the thing that where you were like oh shit this is going to take a while to get used to to get used to would be besides the language because I assume that is the, the language is a big given, one yeah. and just the directness of like Chinese culture okay. like they don't queue so if you're trying to get to point A everyone stands as close to it as possible in like a rabble yeah. and you know when the space comes up you kind of slide in but there's no lines so mm. it takes you a good while to get used to if I want to be at the front I've got to push my way to the front or people are going to push past me because and it's not an aggressive like fight your way to the front it's just that's what you gotta do. Yeah, you gotta yeah. do it. So, yeah. like, we, that'd be strange because we're British and we're Scottish, man. We're ah. a polite nation. Like, we queue. They Kids, love a queue. Yeah. We do we're queue. Love a queue. We enjoy it. Yeah. So, like, when we first got there, we were standing waiting for service in a restaurant. You know, we'd sit down and it would literally be like forty minutes, and no one had come to the table to take a drinks order, or a food order. Um, and then you look around and you realise that everyone else at the table is shouting the waitress. Like, it's just very direct. She's like, "Why would I waste my time coming to you?" Unless you tell me you're ready. I'm not going to come and check. When you're ready, order, shout me. Yeah. Um, so it's just a... It's just a totally different attitude. Like, if yeah. you walk straight into a restaurant, sat down and went, Waitress! You get your food spatting. Whereas, if you don't do it in China, you don't get served. I'm going to try it tonight. I'm going to go down to Witherspoons. Yo! Oh, well, maybe not Witherspoons. Not Witherspoons. I do not click your food. Not in Witherspoons. You probably get your food probably you walk up to the till table yeah. 29. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, that leaves you in Britain. Table 29! The best thing I've done in Witherspoons was introduce that app. You didn't even have to get out of your chair now. Oh, boom, 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 boom. And you get, like, famous people at, like, this is the table that I'm at. Folk are sending them shit. Yeah, and then you get the key that comes up saying, Who's sending glasses of milk? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what have you missed the most? Breakfast food. <laughs> Wholeheartedly and hands down. Breakfast food. What's a traditional Chinese breakfast? What does it look like? Ah, they do like. Imagine What's... like a doughy stick. Like a churro, mm. but not fried, mm. no sugar. Oh. That dipped in warm soy milk, and we get a nice boiled egg on the side, and some noodles if you're really hungry. Yeah, that's about that. So, like a joyless culture, (laughs) and yeah, so even if you go out for like we can go out for brunch and stuff and go to restaurants, you get like a Mexican or do whatever. But what no one does is like a roll on lawn, black pudding, fried egg. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe get a little uh, roast cook somewhere, start settle something up. So you're probably going to get it imported, though. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, you can't get that. Like, cheese was banned in the country. Cheese imports were banned for, like, eight weeks or something. They were not letting cheese in the country whatsoever. Cheese drought. How would they... What have you... What's the thing you like most about China? What's the thing that, like, is now, like, a staple in your lifestyle that you've only started doing since you went to China? Food-wise, I'm always thinking food or just... (laughs) Just general. You can do food food first, yeah. Yeah, food (laughs) first and then lifestyle. (laughs) Um, Noodle soup. Is the number one. Pretty much everything comes with a broth, um, and I love that. And then, yeah, the thing I enjoy most is probably the bluntness of the culture. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in a nice restaurant or a bit of a shithole, pick up your bowl, slurp those noodles, you know. If you're waiting for a queue, elbow people out the way. If you need service, shout it. Like, 
No just, fucking around. Yeah, people are not offended. It's just get your shit done. There's no. There's not, there's not a word for please there's not a word for please in the language when you walk in and order coffees you say I want two coffees and they make them you don't there's no please there's no oh, man, that's it's just great. like this is what I want do it it's your job it's like it's good okay. that's one of the best things I think is there's no bullshit with it it's just there's a lot of fat people in China I feel like there's not a lot of fat people so not no? really not no I mean there's, you know, there's big people everywhere but but not like few American far between like yeah school well, that's what you said no. to me when you were you're like I've lost weight because I'm, I'm eating out all the time but it's all non-GMO non-fat yeah. like oh. proper grown shit nice food yeah and nothing's got the dairy I mean, if you want calories you stuff over there if you want to it's going to oh, be yeah. Oh, yeah if you did the, where the calories come from is for the most part like Cheese, <laughs> creamy sauces, like, Ooh, yeah, like all that. that kind of. They just don't. It's not a thing. Yeah. Chinese food's just veg, rice, noodles. Food as a broad generalization, but yeah. this may sound like a dumb question, but like, let's say you go to the movies. Are there like subtitles, or they say it in American, or so they have American? Sorry, English. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I sounded super fucking <laughs> You don't speak American. <laughs> No, there's a like a movie theater just behind our house. We haven't been yet, yeah. Um, so they'll show maybe two English films a month or something like that. Oh, right. Chinese government's quite heavy on what films they let being shown in the country. There was a, quite a bit of controversy recently. It was like an Oscar nominated or something. It was Call Me by Your Name. Is that a good, so, the gay one was it's a coming of age story yeah. about a young boy and he's gay and it's like his first love and it's a guy. Um, there was a film festival in Beijing, massive one, and that wasn't allowed to be shown. Is that quite? Is that as homosexuality frowned upon in China? Like? It's. I don't even think it's frowned upon. It's more just in the dark ages of don't ask, don't tell. Oh, it's okay. not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be punished, or there's no nothing like that. But it's like still we don't want to see it. We a don't, few steps behind. Yeah. See, okay. I just pulled something up there about the filmmaking industry in China, and they're saying there's three big no-nos: so no gay love stories, yeah, no ghosts. Oh really? No, well, they take ghosts you very you're seriously. You're also not allowed to talk about time travel. Time oh, travel, really? Completely off topic, because wow. some of the yeah, Google. It, I don't know what the story is exactly, but something about you might go back and change the regime and what's put in place. And but time travel is like a big no-no. I don't know if it's in films or also Peppa Pig's band. Good. Oh, she's, she's a cunt. Cow. I don't yeah. fucking hate Peppa Pig. She's a cow. She's a pig. She's a wee cunt. is what she is. Oh my goodness. Um, I, yeah. Saying. I'm sorry. I've just I've just googled that there, Matt. Um, so they block all movies about time travel, saying, as you said, it disrespects history. Yeah. It disrespects. Uh, fuck off, man. Back to the probably. future. One, two, and three. <laughs> they all still stand up. I watched them last year with the wee man, and they're all tremendous. They clearly haven't seen that Ninja Turtles movie where they go back in time. Is that Ninja Turtles 3 or 4? Oh, yeah. Is that, I'm kidding. Is that it's shit. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> is that one with Vanilla Ice? Ninja Rat? No, that's the, that's the that's second, second one. one. Yeah. So it must have been the third one where they go back in time. In China, actually. That's anyway. showing your age as well because there's now been two new ones in the reboot series I know. As well. Yeah, that's and they're great. <laughs> yeah, they're actually <laughs> they not bad. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to have like a final But one. subtitles. They even they hate subtitles. All movies are subtitled in Chinese even Chinese made movies for Chinese people have subtitles All right. because the, you can imagine what the difference in dialect is between Perth and Dundee oh, imagine you've yeah. got one billion people spread out over a country that size most of the language doesn't sound like see that's what we never get about 
other countries and other languages, we don't appreciate the subtleties in the dialect. Yeah. You know, like we're here in the UK, somebody from Newcastle sounds totally different from somebody from Liverpool. Yeah. You know, they're but is, at least, at least in, in the UK, it's slang terms rather yeah. than actual structural differences. Well, no. and, and the same in Chinese, but but the slang terms and the, the accents can be hugely different. Really? Ah, yeah. Can you, can you can you pick them up now, like when you're in China? No, no, no. not even a little bit. <laughs> I think we speak Chinese like Beijingers. There's like little things like <laughs> a word, a word ends in. N, uh, Beijingers turn it into like an R. Is that the, the actual term, Beijinger? Beijinger, yeah. It's like that. <laughs> Seems like a, like a weird word for erection, eh? Yeah. I'm going to absolute... Beijinger. <laughs> Don't like Beijinger right <laughs> But yeah, so the Beijing accent is like, is a bit like, if Glasgow's a bit mankier than an Edinburgh accent, mm-hmm. Beijing's a lot mankier than a Shanghai accent. Right. So words like PN means slice. But in Beijing, you ask for a PR. It's, it's like gross. Just this groggy, like PR. Somebody in England saying, Come on back to my house, whereas we would say, Come on back to my house. Oh, ah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But it's those little, fine, yeah, subtle differences in yeah. the world. Yeah. What's, yeah. A, what's your favourite? Because I know you've done a lot of travelling around China. And we've done some touristy bits, have you not? Oh, we've done lots of touristy stuff in Beijing. Yeah. What's your favourite touristy thing that you've done? It would have to be the Great Wall of China, I yeah. think. We've been to probably five or six different parts of it, and some of them are like super wild. You can hike for like seven, eight hours, not bump into another person. Um, and then there's another bit that we went when Dan and Rona were over, and you get like a ski lift up, walk along a fully restored part of the wall that has a coffee shop on it, and toilets, and then you get a toboggan back down. Oh. So it's like, and it's the easiest bit to get to. Mm. So they've obviously put a ton of money into making it. Accessible. As accessible yeah. as possible. Yeah. I think I'd be pissed off if I got to the top of the Great Wall of China and I saw a Starbucks. I'd be annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's the only thing That's I know. It. I watched half of that film where. Oh, my Matt Damon. Damon. That Matt was Damon. so fucking bad. Wait, what movie was that? The Great Wall. The Great Wall. Oh. It was about like every 600 years, this army of monsters attacks the wall, and that's why the Chinese built it. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> um, you went and seen the, the Jade Army when the Terracotta Warriors Terracotta Warriors is it is absolutely that, does Jade Army and Dragons make that up I think it's just a super racist thing you've assumed there yeah I'm sure that's what they're talking about Jade being the main export in a house Jade Army it's a Chinese place actually well I'm not being the Chinese Terracotta Warriors sorry so that's always been something that's fascinating me because it was only discovered in like the 70s I don't know if Andy can you check when they were yeah, I'll just bring that um, up. It's mental because they're all like individual, like no two look the same. Or yeah, they? it wasn't a mold, it wasn't a cast. They were each individually built. Um, did they know why they did it? Was it? Yeah, it was. The emperor took over at age thirteen, and wanted to almost like the Egyptians. You know, they were buried with all their riches and stuff for yeah. the afterlife. Much the same idea. So going into the afterlife, he wanted to have the protection of an army. So he's built something like 40,000 warriors to protect him. Is it that the, big? It's, I think it might be... It dates back to... Well, first of all, it dates back to 210 BC. Oh, uh, but it was wild. only discovered in March 1974 by uh, farmers who were digging a water well. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. You, you can actually How meet the farmer that? if you go there. He just really? sits all days and gets photographs and signs autographs. Yeah. He's like, he must have made a fucking fortune. 
How, how many of them is there, does it say? I've not got a number here, but they reckon the actual project itself included around about 700,000 workers at the time. <sighs> but I don't Sh- have a number Sh- that that seem like oh, uh, Egypt, like, but we don't know half as much as we should about Egypt because the Catholics burned down the yeah. library in Alexandria, which apparently housed all the, all the information, all the records about yeah. how the Egyptians did what they were doing. Because apparently something like if we were to use modern technology to build... The pyramids and the Sphinx, it would take something ridiculous, like a thousand years yeah, to finish. I had this something conversation like recently, yeah. People were like, it must be aliens. And I was like, ah, oh, it has the tools. fucking satellite TV and mobile phones. I had nothing else to fucking do but fucking yeah. build shit. He also, also, he also had tens of thousands of people working 24 hours a day. Yeah, there's no yeah. work laws, there's no regulations. It's funny it's you like, say that because I remember I went to Dubai and they don't give a shit. They were just working throughout the day. And every time I went out on my balcony, we were there for like six days. Every time I went on my balcony, there was a huge chunk of the hotel <laughs> built across the road. And I was like, oh, they're working their asses over yeah, this year. So, yeah. Even like in Egypt, like, yeah. it's built underneath the constellations as well. Like they've managed to like pinpoint it. It's all aligned with the stars. Yeah, yeah. So it blows my fuck. I, I watched a, a documentary on Egypt years ago, and I was just sitting there with John for the real thing. Like, that is wild. To answer your question, eight thousand warriors. Eight thousand. Uh, Forty thousand. That's crazy. Split into like sort of three pits. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, where they're digging up. Yeah, <coughs> pit so one's the big got- one. Sorry, they're still discovering more stuff as they go now. Yeah, so what they've done is stop digging them up. So pit one's pretty much fully fully excavated. Pit two's kind of in the process. Pit three, they're not digging up until they've got the technology to preserve them properly. Okay. Because they were all painted. Um, Like, every single one of them was painted. And when they took them out of the ground, the paint, like, disintegrated and evaporated. So now they're not digging anything else up until it's ready. What's really cool is that his tomb is also there, the emperor, mm. and they've 3D scanned it, and it's completely intact. So the terracotta warriors had caved in on itself, mm-hmm. that's why they're all broken. His tomb is completely intact, and the way that it's talked about in like how it was written about in history, mm. he has like mountains inside his tomb built out of marble, he has a full river running through his tomb that's mercury, he has like all the gold he accumulated through his mm. life, the stars are diamonds in the roof, there's like... It's supposed like, to be actually, can unreal. Get, can you not actually see it? They've not. They're not excavating it. They're not going in because they don't want to. Oh, that's going to be nuts! It's going to be insane. When, when Donald Trump win. actually goes over there and takes over China, he's going <laughs> to yeah. chisel so are, they, are they waiting until they've got the technology to do so, that yeah. as well? Fuck, man! So they're using the like the pit three of the warriors to kind of be like, "What can we do? How good are we?" Yeah. But they're not touching that until they know they can preserve everything oh, that comes fuck out. I. Well, I, I remember, I don't know if Andy, if you can find this, it was a, they lent one of the statues to a university in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and one of the students stole a pinky. Oh, that was worth, like, sake. the number three is amazing. I don't know if it was like three million, three hundred grand, but this pinky was like... And he just like, he like, he just snuck it back in. He was it like, was actually the thumb. The thumb. <laughs> it, was, it was the thumb. Yeah. Um, Keep it right, Andy. Just, just bringing up the story. Outrage in China after American <laughs> museum visitor. <laughs> sorry, mate. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Broke off the 2,000-year-old terracotta warrior's thumb and stole it. So China calls to severely punish the thief who damaged the $4.5 million artefact. So that one soldier is valued at 4.5. Now, the other thing is they've got them in Liverpool at the moment. Yeah, they tour like five or something of them, really well-maintained, well-kept, tour the world. Imagine that must be like the scariest, like, when you're flying that over, like, you must have to make that the softest landing in the world. Plus, I've woken up with a fear a few times. I've damaged some stuff, but never (laughs) a priceless ancient artefact. The only other thing about the Warriors that was really interesting is he was a bit of a visionary 
creating this terracotta army to get buried with them because prior to that emperors would be buried with live soldiers <coughs> to keep them safe in the underworld oh, so like fuck. your generals your biggest honours to get buried alive in the tomb of the emperor and you would die under there but the only, he only took one person with him when he died and that was his favourite concubine like his favourite prostitute oh, shit. and her biggest honour was that she just got That's to sit and starve crazy. to death underground. That, I was reading 48 Laws of Power. Uh, yeah. I was somewhere in like the, the Roman area ages, and they were like, this guy saved us from you know these people that were coming to conquer us. How's the best way that we can we can reward him? They were like, should we make him like the, you know, the king? They were like, no, don't do that. Kill him. And then we'll worship <laughs> him. And they were like, yeah, <laughs> sacrifice him. And he must have been like, no, 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 wait, no, no, don't okay, kill okay. me. Please don't kill me. Just make me king. king, I'll take king. I'll take king. I've always felt like, it's like Japanese and Chinese culture I've always thought sounds fascinating. Just yeah. the whole pride. Yeah. Like the, I think this is Japanese, but like soldier like the, the kamikaze pirates was it Harry yeah. Carey when he used to stab there was like stab yeah, these, dragon. Yeah, samurai guys. Yeah, like yeah. rather than die. Death before dishonor. Oh, man. Yeah. blows my mind no, well yes man thank you again for talking to us about China but you're going to stick around and talk some more shit with us um, I'll certainly try yeah, yeah. Um, well what we can do is we'll fucking we'll talk a wee bit about uh, a very on Mikey Dots yeah oh, I took some time travelling back to the homeland I love talking about me yeah man <laughs> me too bro yeah. well we've not talked about you well we've talked about you a couple of times but not enough not too much because we get upset when you weren't here I did feel the love <laughs> good bro love. we did wish um, you genuinely yeah, it was a good How trip. How was it? It was a really good trip. Um, my daughters must have thought I was crazy because every time I saw something interesting that I could talk about on the show, I would whip my phone out and they tap it in. <laughs> They're playing in traffic and I'm like, hold on, I got a good topic for... Uh... No, it was uh, it was a really good trip. The first thing I noticed, um, and I'll put a picture of it on the Facebook page, is it's not a, really a big thing here, but in America they have these service dogs. Have you seen these where people have anxiety or yeah. goes with them? So when we got off the plane in America, um, you know, I just want to empty out the kids before we go stand on <coughs> for passports. They had like this little area for dogs, so it was like fake grass and a little fire hydrant, yeah, and they had like little dogs like smiling. Like, <laughs> it was so funny, and I was like, I gotta take a picture of that, <laughs> which I will post up on the Facebook page. I don't have it up right now. Um, you heard about other service animals. There's a woman that tried to get her service animal on a flight in the States, and it was a service peacock. A service peacock. That's no ridiculous. Come on, you fuck, man. What are we doing? Yep. Nah. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm only funny, man. I've just literally, the, the notes have just updated with all your... There's um, that little service area. I'll put, I'll put it up <laughs> yeah. there, and I, I thought the dogs, like, on the wall were funny. They were just looking into the camera, just kind of like, come pee-pee here, it's fun. This is a nice place to be. <laughs> um, I just love that he's got, that topic was written in the notes as... Place for dogs to shit in airports. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because I found out while I was over there, did you know that that our children got sex ed in school, apparently, this year? Yeah, really. It was, it was funny, man, because I, like, I instantly, so, like, for years, right, he's what nine. Nine? Primary? Four. Four. That's crazy. Well, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's sex ed. It's more of a case of they were identifying... Your are female Yeah, parts. they were just... Because yeah. like, so, I remember, because I was sitting in the car, and I always asked Riley whenever I pick him up, I was like, what did you do at school today? I was sitting in the car. I said, what did you do at school? He was like, ah, 
don't know if you want to talk about it. I was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> was that? It's talking about, you know, boys and girls and stuff. I was like, were you talking about penises and vaginas? <laughs> and I instantly, because like for years, man, like I still can't talk to my parents about sex. Like, my mum would try and, my mum thinks it's hilarious to just say the word penis and watch me fucking squirm. Like, one thing that always amazed, I was about 12 or 13, I was watching Comic Relief and it was when, uh, David Beckham and uh, Posh Spice were getting interviewed by Ali G. Oh, yeah, and they started talking about <laughs> filthy stuff. And yeah. I just got up and left the room because I was watching it with my mum and dad. Like, Ali G said, blowjob. I was like, I'm out. Fuck oh, yeah. it. <laughs> Don't need this shit. But then I found myself when Ray was I was like, the time of peace is here. I was just, well, Paul, we've all got one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, aye, so I, because I was seeing, I was just reading it. I was like, I think it's weird, but. Uh, I think Megan made this point to you a wee while ago when we were talking about the kids because obviously you've got daughters I don't know what they're girls but obviously she was and is a female mm-hmm. um, still it's because still get on yeah right um, but it's like I think it's, she was saying the point that because uh, diets are so much better healthcare is so much better people are like yeah. at their optimum um, girls especially are like mm. developing earlier we trying to send my daughters bro don't make it weird. <laughs> Don't make it weird when I make a sexual point. Continue. Do you know what I mean? But like girls are like they're growing up faster, like biologically. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So like it's important for them to know the facts and the information about what's because like for a guy, all that happens is your balls get lower, your voice goes a bit funny, and you get a little patch of hair above your your thing. But nothing really changes. And you want to masturbate all the time. Yeah, that's, that's it. You want to hump anything soft. It hasn't changed. changed. When does that go away? When does that? I'm go not away? sure, bro. But like, but with girls. Everything changes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Your entire physical structure is like. Well, they sent the boys out of the room, which yeah. I thought was pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah. I guess you can't, you can't have kids talking about peepees and wee wees. And I'm like, okay, hey, hey, tell you right. the whole time. I remember, so primary seven is the only time I remember getting sex in primary school. And I'm, I don't know if I imagine this, but this is how I remember it clear as day. We were shown a video, and it was like, this is a male penis. And it was like a cartoon drawing of a flaccid male dick. When a male becomes aroused, his penis fills with blood and becomes erect. And I swear to God, this is like, so the, the floppy penis went, <laughs> and then it's like, after sex, the penis returns to its original state. <laughs> and those sound effects have stayed with me my entire life. Your penis doesn't make that sound? Mine does. <laughs> <laughs> Must be an American thing. I, I mean, honestly, as well, especially like, cause, especially because Scotland has such a, a Catholic heritage. And I really get annoyed about the fact that Catholic schools still do not teach proper sexual proper education. Sexual education. Yeah. They, they teach Catholic sexual education, What's which that? is Just God's wrong. loving plan. Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't have sex unless you're married. And do you know what I mean? Like it's outdated principles. What we should be. It's the same yeah. like when we talk about God, like a moral responsibility to keep kids safe. Yeah. yeah. And by not giving them proper advice, you're doing them a serious like, disservice. You can't lie to kids. Look, sex is fantastic. Let's not be. Well, well, I want to go preaching this to my daughters. No, no. But, but what I mean is, you want you, to you give them a healthier respect for sex. That look, this will happen. You'll you do, do it. Do it right. But yeah. do it safely. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Do not just go. F- I was going to say fucking around, messing about. Without doing it, you have you have a responsibility as a as an adult, as a parent, as a even just a an adult figure in any yeah. kid in your life. Because like my kid might not want to talk to me about sex because I'm his dad, but Matt's known Riley since he was born, so he might be more comfortable speaking to his uncle about it. Well, that was that's funny you say that because my daughter, I, I didn't think she would speak to me anyway about it, but she didn't go to her mom. She went to her grandma about it. She went to granny about it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, I'm so happy she didn't go to me. <laughs> yeah. That's 
as Christ. As long as he's talking, because I wish I'd actually been a bit more comfortable. Because I used to speak to my brother about it. My brother's seven years older than me, so I don't know if he was maybe the my best. My uncle's kid. seven years older. But that's good to yeah, yeah, have an older brother. Because like, yeah. like, you don't want to talk about that stuff with your parents. Do you know what I mean? But like, I think it's important now. And my mate is a Catholic school teacher, and uh, he tells us about the stuff that he has to teach the kids because that's his job. But he doesn't necessarily agree with the things that he's having that's in the, the plan. Yeah. So I'm going to try and be as honest as I can with Riley if he has any questions about it. And I'm not going to lie and say sex is terrible, and if you do it, you'll go, you'll die. No. But I'm going to be like, look, as long as you're safe, just yeah. carry on. But I think it's the same. Like we've talked about um, drug abuse and stuff like that. Like in Britain, it's like, nope, do not do it. You'll be fucked. Whereas in like European countries, they're testing the potency. Of yeah. drugs outside nightclubs. There's, if you're going to do it, at least do it safely. And I think we should have the same attitude to sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's kind of there. But being being safe with it, maybe not in. You said in the Catholic schools. Don't they go to a Catholic school? Is that yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's why we'll probably have a problem when it comes to sex ed because they'll get taught one thing that the school will teach them. Yeah. And we've we'll got a hope is that they're coming home from school with enough questions. At least yeah. if school are doing the bit of getting it. Out there and yeah. talking about it, that they can come. The home pee goes in the V, and yeah, yeah, and then they yeah. can come home and go. You can give them the the real story, but All right. the, the, yeah, the earlier it's out there, it's cool. People. I think so. Yeah, especially like say because kids are kids are getting so much more information now mm. that like Riley's more mature at nine years old than I was at nine years old. Not even so much mature, but he's more well informed. Just in the know, yeah. Like, he asked me questions about Donald Trump. I'm like, how the fuck do you know who the president yeah. of the United States is? Yeah. Like, I don't fuck, I can tell you the Prime Minister was when I was nine. I have a fucking Scooby. My daughter's always go, Donald Trump trumps his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and they go rolling on the floor laughing. I, I watched a video, it was that Mr. Cassette, and he'd uh, done one of the mixes, and it was Donald Trump uh, singing oh, Billy Jean. Cassette. Oh, yeah. And they've got a video of him walking, they've just rewinded a video of him walking, and it looks like he's been walking. <laughs> fucking tremendous. <laughs> Um, well, that might be a little bit. Um, I might be a little bit self-indulgent. But was it Dan was looking forward to hearing the stand-up? Yes, my boy. Yeah, Dan. he was. Um, he, he thought after we talked so much about it, he thought that it was going to be at the end of the show or at some point in the show. Mm-hmm. So, because um, he's not a big Facebook guy, uh-huh. so maybe we'll uh, maybe after I do mine, we can we can, we can tag see. team it. We yeah, we'll super it cut it. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it at the end if Andy doesn't mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, man, because I'm I'm missing the next blend thing because I'm away. Uh-huh. Wee man, so I'm going to have to wait till September. I got a good one, man. I got, I'm going to try it out on you guys. Since you're not going to be here, it's good. I'll try yeah, it no, out. I'm safe. It's I'm fucking safe. good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm I've, I've been writing some shit down, so when the next one comes in September, I'm definitely there because I've got a load of shit that I want to get out. Alright. This is the next. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, never mind. Oh, no, I'll, I'll explain why I'm not going to talk about what I was going to talk about after the show. Okay. <laughs> um, um, I'm just going to pick interesting ones that you've got here. Well, I want to go to the Builder Bear one because my 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 mom and my um, everyone gave my daughters cash this time because they were yeah. like, you know what, let them go spend it. So we're walking around the mall and they, they bought ice cream and all this other shit. And we we're about to leave and they were like, well, we didn't really buy it. We spent our money. We spent our <laughs> fucking money, Dad. We spend our shit. America changed my, <laughs> my mom always said, my mom always used to say, it's burning a hole in your pocket. You got money? It's burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah, I was. Yeah. My, just a sidebar when he's going holiday I would like spunk my money in three days oh yeah yeah. my little sister would keep it until the last day <laughs> and then she'd be like oh, I might buy this and she'd still have <laughs> 90% of her money left I'm saying like that <laughs> what have you got I goes I'll finish my sweets <laughs> I've got nothing and I still know I can't fucking keep money nothing. if I've got money I'm like 
the guy spending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they kept wanting to buy shit. I was like, you could buy this stuff in Scotland. Why don't you buy stuff that that? I kept pushing them, pushing them to do something. And then I was like, all right, if you want to buy it, and I was doing that voice. And he'd be like, oh no, hold on, dad doesn't want to buy that shit. Hold on. <laughs> so then we walked past Builder Bear and they were like, we're going in there. Uh-huh. So by this point, they had spent, they probably had about, <laughs> they probably had about $100 each. But then they had whittled it down buying bullshit over that time. So they went in the Builder Bear. Have you guys been in the Builder Bear before? Oh, yeah. yeah no, I Googled yeah. after. Holy shit. Yeah. It's like, we need to open one here. It's a fucking There's one in racket. Glasgow. <laughs> it's a racket. There's one in Glasgow. I'm sure there's one in a, the, what's the shopping center in Chalky Hall Street? Um, the big one. Just be coming to change. something? Is it um, the, the big fucking shopping center? Oh, ba- Bannon? Uh, oh, Brian? Buchanan. Buchanan. Gallery. Yeah, there's, there's, there's one in there. Oh, there's one in there. Yeah. Um, it was. I basically paid like a hundred pounds for bears. Nothing special about it. They speak. You, yeah. you and that's you it. Make, that's you cool. can record the voice messages and stuff. Yeah. But for what? <laughs> they were like, "Oh, do you want accessories?" And I was like, "All right." And all I was, I was the ladies point on accessory. All I hear is "ching ching." Was a register. <laughs> it would be funny if you could put <laughs> register sound. Ching 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 ching. She was like, "Oh, you could put dresses on them." Ching ching. She sneakers. Bling. I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I got to the register, and I'm trying not to suck all the fun out of it for them. And they were like, she was like, "It comes to 100." And I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" I almost fell off. My daughter was like, "Dad, you all right?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." <laughs> <laughs> A hundred oh, pounds for stuff. Whoever really came up with that thing because it's like you're paying for the experience. Like, so you can buy those teddies off the internet for a third of the price, but yeah, but it's know, yours, man. You get yeah. to choose every single thing about it. It is cool. That it is, is pretty cool. Yeah. That's what I, mean. I bought. I bought one for a girlfriend man. when I was like 16 years old, man. And I felt like a dawn eh? because I'm just like, ah, yeah, just get whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> But not that. You're lucky you let me touch it, <laughs> It is cool the way they do it. They have this big vat of stuffing, and then they, they hook the bear up to it, and they have a little heart that you put inside, and they made the girls kind of swear it and bless it, and they were yeah. like, we have a little thing that they say. It was like a little seance, a little weird. I mean. <laughs> um, a little bit culty. Yeah, but it was good. It, it was pretty cool. I think my daughter's already lost one of the $15 shoes, though, <laughs> so I'm, I'm annoyed. Mm. Um, I put airplanes aren't me. So, oh, sorry. I'm just talking about we lost the shoes. So my my boy's been on holiday with his, <laughs> his mum's granny for the last three weeks. Yeah. So we got his mum's old iPhone. Um, because obviously like, he had a tablet, but he, like he wanted to play Pokemon Go. <coughs> so we got like one of those like sim only deals, fifteen quid. Stop a month. playing Pokemon Go. Oh, he fucking loves it, mate. Wow. But, like so we got his one for. So he's not doesn't actually use it because like I'll text him and I'll get a text back like three days later with a one word response. Yeah. But he just wanted it for playing games on so I got a text from, like, he was out there texting every now and again I got a text from his mum Riley's phone's not working he says he's not dropped it so if you need him text me I was like right cool no worries and then I got a text like two days later saying like that he says he might have dropped his phone <laughs> and the next day I like no like 20 minutes later, I got a text saying now it might have water in it <laughs> <laughs> I was just like these things are not built for nine year olds to have they they're just not, not. I was just like the little because she was like well I've got my doing I was like no money you can fucking buy his anyone if he wants I've got no phone money I'm not fucking paying for that shit so I can't help I just wanted to chug that in there well let's go on that because I, I, I left my I'm kind of bouncing all over the trip here but I left my earbuds at at my mom's house and I noticed it like half the way to the airport and I was like shit I was like, maybe I can get my niece to bring it back <laughs> bring it up to the airport for me but she was already gone so I was walked around the airport looking for Apple earbuds and um, I was talking to the guy behind the counter who was selling me these overpriced earbuds. Yep. And he was like, oh, you're doing this have phones? I can't believe it. What's the age that you have to get Riley a phone? Well, see, like, it was never a... 
we obviously we never had phones, but that technology was never available. I think first or second year, mate. Yeah, that's a, a BT like, cell net. Yeah, but that's when the, the phones first had the BT cell. The, the hand used to come up and wave. Yeah, oh, yeah. But like that was when they first became a thing. When they were <laughs> an affordable thing. Where yeah, like, I think if phones were as easily accessible now as they were when we were kids. Our parents would have given us phones as well. That's true. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it is. It's easier to say like if if Rayleigh's in a couple of years, if Rayleigh wants to go out by himself, yeah, he can. Mm-hmm. Like Rayleigh likes listening to music, so I've got him spot. I've got a family plan on Spotify, so we can listen to his own music. He we, likes- get, we were getting bought different things. So we were getting CD players, and you were yeah. getting bought a camera, and you were getting bought. Now you buy a That's phone, true, and right. you've got everything. And everything so- as well. Imagine how terrifying it must have been for your parents. Like we all think, ah, my mum and dad used to let me go out and do what I wanted, but I bet you for the whole time that you were out. Uh, with no contact with your parents for six hours every 20 minutes your mum was like hope they're alright but it's now it's a come case back of when the street lights came on and yeah. they shattered yeah, my mum's sitting there and thank fuck I've got peace for the house <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it's, it, you can't compare it to when we were young but like I got a beeper I had a beeper at no that. way yeah that was, a most, that was an American thing <laughs> he was working on Wall Street like <laughs> 10 years old oh, yeah, 10 years old just panning lines of ching and beeping for I had like 4 people that beat me 2 of them were my parents and it was my neighbor who would just scream Wait, across the window how does a beeper me? actually work I don't yeah, really understand yeah, yeah. beepers you would call a number you had your beeper number and then it would kind of it would, go, it would beep and then you would type in numbers um, so then it would come up like so we each all of my friends we used our birthday so mine is September 24th so they would type me I would beep them and type in 924 so they know it was me and would call me oh, you know what I mean okay. or well, so I still think so we were talking about this like I still remember so you have to at remember least, everyone's yeah. individual yeah, numbers I wasn't very popular Andy I'm going to ask you to beep this out but Matt what was my mum and dad's house phone number 0173862 Love a beep. And his was. What's 68? Who was 68? Dan. I'm trying to beep that. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we got all these individual pairs on these, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's true. I, we no, did no, learn numbers. I say, if you want a pizza and then cut to that, I'll be spinning up like Papa Pat's. That's what I'm saying. Like, over here, yes, I, I, did I, numbers, I, I know yeah. I know my mum's mobile number off by heart. I still know my dad's mobile number off by heart. I remember my pal's home phone numbers not from when we were in school. Ah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's like see anyone after anyone after that you, had, you had to know them. Yes. Then you were fucked. Have you like, phone number? I do not. I couldn't even tell you. Kind of, I don't even know what That's the third saying, number is. As soon as yeah. the ability to have the number saved on a device was there, yeah. And I had my thing is because I knew my mum and dad's mobile numbers because I didn't have my own phone. Yeah. But as soon as I had my own phone, what the fuck did I need to remember them for? Uh, yeah, they're there. So like, I still remember those because they're so ingrained. But uh, yeah, like you see, I, I do not know Megan's number off by heart. Absolutely, not. I only just remember my own. Yeah, right. We've got a lot of topics, but we're, we're rolling on. So we jumped into bra or nah. Yeah. Bra or nah. We got a few this week. Yeah, we did. Well, I've, I've got. Uh, have we got leftovers from last week? I think we do. Well, I've got. I think I've got one here that Mike typed in. I'm gonna. I was thinking we need to have a, like a spreadsheet to have all the ones that we've done. <laughs> yeah, we should <laughs> just go back. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Mike up. Okay. So last night, I had a few babies and a bit of poker. Yeah. Mike shows up in a really cool Nirvana t-shirt. Hell yeah! It's, it's a nice, nice t-shirt. Nice. Like yeah, it. but he only knows one tune. One tune. Okay. okay, but he really likes that. I really, really like that. But no, so maybe you know what you. But I have a problem with people wearing band t-shirts of bands they know nothing about. Now this is I've got an anecdote <laughs> that Chuff told me. She used to work in HMV, 
and she was sitting stacking CDs or something one day and there was two lassies talking maybe like 15, 16 at a time and they were looking at CDs and the girl had the t- they were looking at the t-shirts and one goes ah, oh yeah I really like that band they're called The Ramones <laughs> oh no and I think, Megan, I, like, I think Megan punched herself in the head like eight <laughs> times I was just like, like things like that like is when you walk into Primark or River Island and they're selling Guns N' Roses t-shirts or Clash t-shirts or Run yeah. DMC t-shirts and that name me four Run DMC songs I always had a rule if I didn't like at least five songs off of a band yeah. I couldn't wear their t-shirt oh, okay. that was like a personal rule for me because like, I thought that I'd given people enough stick about it. So, wearing band t-shirts... I'm not going to go the op- totally opposite way. Are you? Are you totally going not? You know me pretty well. I'm not a in-depth person for music. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of, was a bit of a chart follower. I like the big hit. See, to be fair, I'll so give Matt like, this. I've always given Matt this respect. You know when you're younger and you would hear a song that was a bit cheesy mm-hmm. and you know none of your pals would like it, so you pretended you hated it? Yeah. But you secretly loved it. Oh yeah. But then as you get older, you're like, oh well, fuck, I love me some Taylor Swift. Matt's <laughs> been that guy since we were twelve. We used to tear into Matt about his music choice. But he was like, it's good. Why not? Why not? And I like I love Guns N' Roses. I do, but I love Paradise City. I love Sweet Child of Mine. And I love the one about the rain. Like But I love <laughs> but I fucking Remember. love those songs. And I would wear a t shirt. Not only because it's not just about the band, well, it's a kick ass design, it's a cool T-shirts. Yes. Like, you know what my other option was? If the T-shirt just said, in plain words, Guns and Roses, but that's a shit T-shirt. It's all, about, wear. The, anyway, it's but all like, about the font. There, yeah. were, there were two it's options. Fucking cool t-shirt. There, were, there were two other options I was going to get, right? So I, I went with the Nirvana one. There was also the uh, Rolling Stones with the tongue out. That's just a, that's just a cool just shirt. A I couldn't t-shirt. name one yeah. Rolling Stones song. It's a cool shirt. Yeah. Also, Pink Floyd with the... Um, the it's like the... The prison thing. The prison yeah, thing. I love that. That's an awesome shirt. Yeah. It's, it was... I still may go back and get that. It's an awesome, awesome shirt. Yeah. See, I just, uh, just had off thought. Might... Sorry, I don't think you should be allowed to wear a Dark Side of the Moon t-shirt unless you've listened to Dark Side of the Moon. People went crazy. Well, I, was... I think me and you are a bit more purist. Eh? <laughs> you are. You two are. My, my, this just, is just for that album, this is, this is Just for that Before we go to the final decision, this is just a sidebar. My old man fucking loves Che Guevara. Like, fucking loves Che Guevara. Yeah. He's read all the... He's read the Motorcycle Diaries. He's read, like, countless books and watched documentaries. So... He buys the Che Guevara t-shirts, but he finds it really annoying when people just wear a Che Guevara t-shirt and don't know anything about it because it's completely opposite to what Che Guevara was about. It's a total. I did that too. Yeah. Well, so did I. <laughs> like I, I read, a, I read a lot of shit when I was younger. So like, it, I suppose it goes from there. So we'll go bra or no. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to absolutely, absolutely bra. I'll go bra. Yeah. I'm going to stick with these guys, man. It's... Fair enough. Yeah, oh, this is a democracy, but you're all cunts. I just want to say, <laughs> just because you know we're podcast mates here. I'm gonna have the album downloaded. How long is it gonna take for people to go back and crop out that penis on that little baby there? I know, it's still going, right? They really know. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best introduction album in Nirvana. You want to go there, and then you want to go uh, in utero, and then you want to go back to Bleach. Okay, Bleach is still one of my favorites. Oh yeah, it's a discussion for another day. The first album <laughs> I listened to was a uh, Unplugged. Unplugged's a great album. That's a great, uh, yeah, that's a good one. If, a good if you don't enjoy their actual recorded albums, listen to the Unplugged album because it's a lot more mellow and it's fucking tremendous. Um, right, uh, I've got one for you, Mike, here. You put in your notes, Oasis. Oasis, bro, or not? I fucking love Oasis. Are we talking about the band or the juice? <laughs> the <Okay>. band. <laughs> Just want to clear that up. Might be the same answer for both, to be fair. Mm. That's true. 
I, I different fucking, for me I and what you guys think. <laughs> I fucking I love Oasis, man. I think they're one of those bands that like I can only listen to a couple albums in full, but every album has got a song that I love on it. And mm-hmm. live, they are one of my favourite bands that I've ever seen live. Like they were. I think the same again with music. I think I've seen them live two or three, maybe even four times, but I could only sing it in the entirety. Four songs. Don't look yeah. back in uh, anger. I, I think is one of the maybe. greatest British songs ever written. It's a good song. I was loving it. Oh no, I can't talk about it because it was in the World Cup. You have to beat that out. Sorry, can't say that. <laughs> but um, I see, like, came on it is man. It's just I seen them once, and it was ACCC, and uh, Liam Gallagher's a fanny. Yes, he he's a total fanny, but Benji, he's a front man. Yeah, you could not, <laughs> you could not take your eyes off him. At one point, you had this tambourine, and he balanced on top of his head was, and just stood yeah. there like that while the solo was going on. You weren't looking at no, you were looking right at fucking Liam, doing nothing, just standing, but just he, standing he there. Gets you, like, uh, it just fucking suits you in. Yeah, he's the best rock front man in the last twenty-five years. Oh yeah, uh, but the big problem is his voice is shot. I mean, yeah, the thing is, saying that his new album, he's sung to his strengths. He's not tried to go back to what he does. And his new album took me a couple of listens, but it's decent it's and it's better album. than Noel's last album, which I never ever thought I'd say. But that's why Oasis worked, wasn't it? Because he was the frontman with a great musical backup. Yeah, with someone who can like, write songs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like Supersonic. Even they, they wrote themselves an intro tune. Fucking in the bushes, it's called, and I defy you to listen to start of fucking in the bushes and not want to go out and do a million push-ups or punch somebody. <laughs> oh, what's, what's it called? Fucking in the bushes. Every Saturday when you're standing on the terrace and then that comes on. Fucking teasing the cobbies. My mate, my mate, my mate had one set. They had one amateur MMA fight, and that was his walkout tune. Sorry, I just come up. We play the intro because we can review it. We don't have to get copyrights. Just play just the first couple of bars. Uh, all right, hold on. Let me take the Bluetooth off. Can't not move to this. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, wait, wait. Okay, I love yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> like, my mate came out to that as his walk-on tune when he had his cage fight, and there was only like five of us that were there for him. But because of his walk-out tune, the whole everyone crowd went was... fucking bananas for him. So when he won the fight, everyone was cheering. Yeah. So they write songs like that, and I remember reading a quote from Noel Gallagher's like, their mum was an Irish, as a, a Catholic Irish woman, and they grew up listening to a lot of the old rebel bands. And he said that's where the Oasis got their fucking like oomph from, like those old like rousing rebel tunes. Yeah. So that's why those songs were written for that type of era. So I'm going to say bra. I'd have to agree on bra. Oh yeah, bra definitely. <laughs> Uh, I think they're good, right? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I think they're good. I, I, I like that song sounds good, I, and I like the you know the two huge songs, of course. I just like I don't know. I, like, people here kind of big them up like they're Michael Jackson. That's kind of like they're I think, good. I think and can, I think it's probably because they're it got kind of got shut down and they kind of they split up in there. Yeah, I think you kind of had to be from the era. If you watch the the, the Supersonic documentary, they. They literally came out of nowhere, didn't they? Like they got signed in '94, mm-hmm. and in 90, like two years later, they played to two hundred thousand people. Like literally, and what happened was they uh, they played a gig in King Tut's in Glasgow. Yeah, and the guy who produces Alan McGee. Alan McGee Creation Records. Creation, he showed up. I think he only showed up to wind someone up or something. There's a story. He went to that gig just to wind somebody up. Yeah, and you've seen them play in King Tut's and if you've been to King Tut's it's literally a fucking living room with a stage in it it's tiny and sweaty and he walked up afterwards he's like I'm going to sign you 
and they were the biggest band in the world. Oh shit! My favourite quote. I will just say I'm totally fucking sucking off Mogaga. Oh, he got asked God. at the NME Awards you that. Are you happy? He's like, I'm happy. I've got six hundred eight million pounds in the bank. I'm about to go on the board at uh, Man City. I've got three Rolls Royces. Am I happy? Am I fuck? I want more. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that much money, huh? Oh man, like, well, that's like if you think in the nineties, it was like everyone was buying, was still buying. Oh, that's true. Did you see? It was six. It was something that may have six hundred million. I may have fucked the net worth. I'll bet you he's probably no more than about sixty mil. Mm. Well, well, check that quote. You had a fucked him back. Sixty million dollars, sixty-five million pounds. <laughs> right, Michael, do What's happening, boys? <laughs> Fucking dick. It's the one year anniversary. It's the one year anniversary. You can fuck off. Just dude. because I uh, want, uh, uh, I want to get abuse from people. I'll say no for Oasis. <laughs> just to kind of fucking troll. No, I just think, I think they're good. Don't get me wrong, but I just it's like, oh, they're they're cool. No, it's just like, I think that's they had, all right. They were of the they were of the team. They were of the nation as well. Do you know what I mean, so like, they had they were big in the nineties. I think I caught the tail end of them, and my mom and dad liked them. So I think that's why I remember them. Yeah, and it's like there's, there'll be songs that you'll think are massive in America that'll come on at parties or come on at events that'll be classics because they were written by an American. You know, like Bruce Springsteen, for instance, you know which I mean? is also on our list here. We can go into that quickly. Do it, Bru- Bruce Springsteen, bra or no? Bra, motherfucking boss. <laughs> Anyone bro. can argue with bro. Steve. No, the boss. No, Ever. I don't see it. He's still doing. He's still doing. No, doing like three hour shows in the ages. No, I don't have it. Like because he's a fuck. He is. He's a performer. He's a sensational performer. He's a legend. I just don't enjoy his music. I don't enjoy his music. Fair enough. Enough. That's all. It's like I've got nothing but respect for the guy. Like to be sixty five year old and still doing what he's doing, and he seems like a really stand up guy, but. I don't understand the hype. Doesn't do it for you. No, it's the same with Led Zeppelin. I don't understand why everyone's like, ah! He talks like he's from um, (laughs) Tallahassee, Florida or something. He's from Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking about the people in the heartland. (laughs) It's like, no, you're from Jersey. Mind that time he fingered uh, Monica for friends on stage. I'm, I'm going to say no. be laughing at Bruce Springsteen, but his net worth is around about four hundred and sixty million dollars. Oh no! Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Pissy little forty. Well, when, you, <laughs> when you've been touring for fifty years, yeah, you're going to get that. Yeah. Listen, he's he, he's a man that that spoke about working class blue collar workers in the states. Yeah, look, yeah, I don't have a problem with him as a person. But it's just his music doesn't he? No. doesn't he hit me where it tickles. But so don't I mean. tell me you're going to feel like sitting born USA anytime you hear it. Do not tell well, me no. you cannot tap <laughs> your foot to that. Yeah. But I couldn't name another song. I've never, oh, never dancing in the dark. Another fucking cut. Listen, yeah. Bruce Springsteen is broad. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what any kind of I'm going to say no. I'm going to say bro. I'm saying no. I'm saying bro. Bro, 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 bro. Right, um, we've got. What's the time? What time we have? For you. Oh, okay. People who put holiday countdowns on Facebook, i.e., I'm going on holiday in one month, three <laughs> weeks, 16 days, 22 hours, 16 <laughs> oh, minutes, and 19 boy. seconds. Can I tag on with that as the people who put photos up and say, take me back? Oh! oh. So women, all women. Yeah. Hot dog <laughs> their legs. He'd be a fuck, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> How's your Monday? Question mark. Nah. Like, you'll be back in my Monday next Monday. And I'll punch in your throat. <laughs> take me back. See you Ralph Rogowski. Oh, we didn't go live this time. Ah, we've not done live for a while, man. 
That's your next job, time. Usual. Next time. We've got uh, Pluk and Blackhead squeezing videos. Ooh. Oh, mate, I fucking love them, mate. Like, yeah. See, when you get a good aim, when they scoop out a big, nasty bit of fucking blackness out there, somebody's yeah. arm. Oh, feels good. I not look away. You can't. Even if you're away. disgusted, it just feels like feels <laughs> like a cool breeze washing over you. Because you want to see how it ends. Yeah. yeah. The Washington Zone are the ones where like, they're, they're digging at it and they get it out in chunks. Aye. You're like, yeah. you want a big bit feel. by bit. There's that one where it's like the guy's got the, the boil on the inside of his arm and they pop it and it's like. Oh, big ones, yeah. Dead. Big ones or lots of little ones. You see those ones where they just run across and stuff? Oh, right. Megan started getting these uh, nose strips. Mm-hmm. So you put them on your nose and then you wet them and then they dry and they're like tight and round and then you literally have to just slowly peel. Yeah, I've oh, tried mate, that before. That's like sex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ones on the Pimple Popper, the actual Pimple Popper MD Instagram, where she has to kind of squirt with the scalpel. Yeah. Kind of pop it open. Oh, this one's way too big to do my hand. I got to cut it open. <laughs> Definitely bra. Bra, definitely bra, bra, bra yeah. most definitely a bra, yeah. Uh, one final one then we got from uh, previous guest friend of the show, Matt Hooper. Hoops, the Oops. new series of Last Chance You. Now, oh. I've not watched the new series yet. Have you heard of Last Chance You? No. So I watched the first series on Netflix where it's, a, it's like a third division college in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play football, and basically what they do is they take people from that have fallen out of top division colleges because of attitude, behaviour, grades. <laughs> and they take them in and try and keep them going. To Netflix? Yeah. Oh. First series was brilliant. I can't, it was a while ago since I watched it, but I'm imagining that Hoops is saying it's broad, but I'll, we won't really go into it because no one else has seen was, it. Was, was the first season better than Friday Night Lights? Did you ever watch that? So this is a documentary. Oh, it's a movie. movie. It's an actual oh, documentary. Right. My apologies. Um, so I'd, I'd recommend watching it because it's actually, you get quite into it. Because um, there's these characters, and like you think, you think they're going to fuck it up, and then the games are good. It's really well shot. The coach is a bit of a wank hole, but um, <laughs> that's what Matt's saying. I think the, the other coach was a bit of a the new coach is a bit of an ass. But I'll say bro because I'm the only one that's seen it. But I recommend a bit of Last Chance You. Don't get uh, Netflix, pal. Oh, Four seasons, thirty-three total episodes. So, well, we've got any more because I know for a, I know Matt, I, Matt's got to get to his party soon. We'll do we'll do one more since we didn't since all of us didn't see that one. Uh, I think we may have done this early on. But we'll we'll go back to it. Reclining on flights, and you, reclining your seat back on flights. We did talk about. Oh, we did talk about. It. Okay, so we'll skip that one. High socks with shorts. No, no, no. no. What about? Hold on. What about if they're not like knee high socks, but kind of like oh, like a mid calf, mid calf socks? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you baited me into that. <laughs> if you've got shorts on, you're wearing trainer socks, or you're not putting on shorts. Okay, uh, no. I agree. I no. agree. I was gonna. I tried it. I can't do it. Okay, so no. <laughs> unless, unless you're a toddler, it is never acceptable to take ankle socks and then fold them back down over your feet to make ankle socks. Yeah. Agreed. Not allowed. I, I used to do it in school. Laundry day. As an sometimes. Adult. I do if I'm going to the gym because I've been if I've been wearing trousers all day. <coughs> what I'll do is rather than if I can't find trainer socks, I'll roll them down. But you still got those lines on your legs where your socks wear. So Mate, knows you should see down. how white my feet are just Because I've been rocking socks and trainer socks for the last six weeks or whatever. This weather's near. My feet are like beacons at the bottom of my legs. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> beacons. <laughs> I'm going bra. No, I'm going no on that. I'm going. Yeah. I'll, I'll go no. I, I try to. A few times, can't do it. I'm going now. Right, well, well, we'll finish up then with our, our usual feature of what we've been watching or listening to this week. What have you been watching or listening to this week? Should we start with uh, our guest, Matt? What, what were you listening to on the plane ride over here? What were you watching? On the plane ride, I watched nine episodes of The Middle. 
Good shot. Exactly. Big fan in the middle. Love yeah. shot. Love it. I've always been not too keen because it looked like a shite Malcolm in the middle, and I didn't like Malcolm in the middle either. Oh, wait, yeah. that's what I'm thinking about. Malcolm in the middle. No, no the, I middle. Mean, the middle. It's got uh, the janitor from Scrubs. Yeah, no, I didn't see that one. Like I saw a, the Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, it's easy watching, it's easy enough. But what I did watch was Fast and Furious 7 um, for the first time. And that's, in, that's insane. Because <laughs> in Fast and Furious 1, they were street racers. In Fast and Furious 7, they're hired by the American government to take down a terrorist. And I don't like, see the I've link heard, between <laughs> Boy That Owns a Garage to Boy That Saves the World. It's I've heard one, one, one to three, three are good, one to three are good, four shit, and then five onward are brilliant. Are just a different film series. It's great, but they're, they're not. It's like different people. So, and if yeah. there's any tunes we're listening to, you want to recommend? Nah. Any Chinese artists that you listen to? Nah, no, <laughs> no, God no. Um, no, I get Spotify in China, but um, the internet's so slow that it's easier to listen to playlists that I've made. So I've been listening to the, the same songs for a year. Nice. Um, and listened to the same songs for eight years before that. Not very modern. <laughs> the old music. I see. Make your doors over yourself, mate. Uh, I watched when I was in America that new Sasha Baron Cohen show. Who is America? Oh, is it good? Eh. Is, is that one right? he's been making under wraps? Yes, like... it's it's good. Like there was parts of it that were kind of cringy because it was like, holy shit, these That's people actually believe this yeah. shit. Uh, I've seen but, the toddlers for guns, but that yeah. was fucking bananas. It was. Uh, it was all right. I was, I, I'd give it. Uh, Five bananas at a time. Five bananas. Yeah. But it was all right. I'm hoping it gets better on later on in the series. Uh, on the plane ride over here, I watched um, uh, day, uh, uh, Game Games Night. Night. Oh, Holy phenomenal shit. Phenomenal film. Very, very funny. Was, you know saying it wasn't that good. Yeah. I thought it was hysterical. The yeah. bit where the guy's elbows bleeding. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and, and the, the dog is like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I'll have to watch it. Oh, it was really good. Um, that was its moments. And yeah. there was one other movie I watched um, about ter- uh, killing terrorists in Afghanistan. I forgot what it was called. It was like 12 Soldiers or something like that. Very, very good movie. Um, what I've been listening to. I've just still been listening to Drake, actually. Yeah, still getting into that album. Uh, yeah, but listening to Drake. Um, Casanova uh, as well. I know, like I said that before, but Casanova I've been listening to, but nothing new, just old shit. Yeah. I uh, I listened to the new Prodigy song. Need someone. I've got a new al- new album coming out in November called No T- No Tourists, and the so, new song is a fucking banger. And because of that, I ended up going down a bit of a Prodigy rabbit hole mm-hmm. and listened to like two or three of their albums through the week. A lot of fun to be had with the Prodigy. Yeah, music for the Jilted Generation, Fat Land, and then I got on to Invaders Must Die. Oh, great album. Great album. Um, other than that, was Ali Cook tagged us all in the video for um, Brass Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. It was the, it's a brass, it's like a, so it's a guitarist, drummer, and a session singer, I can't remember her name, and an entire brass session covering Rage Against the Machine songs. And I listen to like three or four of them, and they are fucking brilliant. Like it's yeah. proper. Like you can't probably couldn't be going them all the time, but for that day it was just banging. Um, I also started watching uh, Pulp Fiction again earlier on. I forgot how much I fucking enjoyed that film. It's a great movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just the dialogue, like the actors were all absolutely perfect. I came to watch Pulp Fiction again as like more of an adult. I think I watched it when I was like 16, 17. It was yeah. like all right. But they called it Royale with cheese. Oh man, that that scene with Samuel L. Jackson. It's just one of my favourite parts of the film ever. So where the guy's talking and he just shoots his pal on the head. He's like, 
well, I'm sorry, <laughs> you're not finished? <laughs> and he does the Bible pass. But yeah, that's me this week. Andy Mack, what be your shell? Um, let's think, when did I last see you? Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> so, uh, I think it was drinking on Wednesday, pissed on Thursday, fucking wrecked last night. So I've done nothing, mate. I've, <laughs> been, I've been out doing shows and getting wrecked all week. It's been great. Yeah, I'll do. I've not watched anything, mate. Fuck out. Right, well, we'll wrap up. Matthew, thank you very much for coming back. And welcome Thanks back for having Roy. Um, Again, happy birthday to us. Yeah. It's been an excellent year. Let's home for many more. Thank you guys for all listening, liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing. You've all been DOS. Um, find us on Twitter, MSF underscore podcast. Uh, I am on Facebook. We're on Facebook at uh, Monkey Surfight Podcast. Mm-hmm. Email Monkey Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice, W A G J U A N. I'm on Twitter at underscore MDAS. I'm taking a little break though. Oh, you on the Twitter? Cleanse. Yeah, I'm cleanse. Andy Mack. At Macapella. I'm kind of the same. I've been on a total slack come down after the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think again, I'll just mention sports again. Ah, ah, I've got a lot of work to do this week, man. Oh, Christ, I'm, my head's not in the game today. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Mike, got anything you want to share? Any social medias at all? I don't. Oh, I didn't share any Chinese, so I could say Zaijian. Just bye. Goodbye. Oh, Zajan. Zajan. Zajan, see you again. Zajan. Cool. Well, again, thank you very much, everyone. Find us, comment, let us know what you think, what you want to talk about. If you think you have something interesting, ask to come on. Yeah. Uh, we might not say no. Anyway, thank you again. <laughs> Peace. Peace.